0: Good morning and welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick Lukasik from Roby Commercial Services. on with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent's 9 a.m. on Sunday. But it's, yeah. not, it's not really Sunday, but kind of Sunday. Uh, it's the first 80 degree day,
1: I think. 85 degree plus day we've had. This week is going to be blazer. It's going to get into the 90s. I'm sure that makes you happy. Oh, Roby Heating and Cooling, At your beck and call. Shameless plug. Yeah. We are here. We are here and... <laughs> We won't hold it against you that you didn't prepare before the ninety degree days. We will still help you out.
0: That's right. In fact, uh, my my next door neighbor is going through a broken system and uh, hooking him up this week. David Baird said he was at house with the with the service guys earlier. <laughs> oh yeah. I yep. don't know. I don't
1: know what company he's using.
0: Who knows at this <laughs> point? But we we definitely have Roby Heating and Cooling available. We don't we don't plug the company very often, Trent. But obviously when it's getting hot. Uh, you know where to go if you need it. You start thinking help. about Nelly. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> nah, you can't sing the rest of that that's song. That's one of
1: the songs the kids listen to. Like like, like we, 15 years like ago. Like when we were kids, I was about to <laughs> yeah. say. That's like 2001. I'm telling all the older kids older than us, so they understand. What kind of kids. At heart. Yeah, I was talking to my neighbor the other day, and yesterday, and he, he asked me for some help with something. And, uh, Bill Muhammad, he's a great guy, and he said, Trunt. He said, he was a young guy. He's like in his mid-40s. And then he goes, oh, Trent, I used to think 30 was old. <laughs> I said, well, you compliment me because I'm in my mid-40s, so we on the same page there, boss. It was pretty funny, though. It's all relative, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, man, if I can just get to 30, all my hair can fall out when I'm 30. Then I got 30,
0: I'm like, my hair can't fall out yet. If I can just make it till 40. But you're like me, I think. I mean, you're, you're 44 Forty-four. Yeah, we both had the best hair. Uh, well, yeah, I wasn't gonna go on the hair comment, even though it comes up quite a bit. But my <laughs> hair is pretty—you know—it's pretty thick. I'm lucky here, uh, not to. I, that I will in. be
1: forty-four in in a month, in June. Yeah, yeah yes. that's
0: right. Mm-hmm. I'm now into the forty club. Wow. I know. I, I'm just—I—I I, I still feel like I'm twenty. Yeah, that's I, the problem. I feel like I'm—I t- don't—I don't. I guess I mean I've enjoyed God bless. I've enjoyed my whole life. So yeah. I don't know. I I'm with it. you. No, I'm, what what I mean by that is I still hit a softball, a ground ball, a shortstop, and try to leg out a single, and my leg breaks. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I was a witness of that. I was like, what uh, the heck? I
1: thought you were more committed to everything you did than that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was. went home. I'm like, I think I heard something in my leg. Jody's like, Oh, what'd you die for? A like, ball? There is
1: no way he just pulled his. I mean, it looked like you snapped your. Uh, it was uh, your my tendon.
0: Yeah, it, it 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 made a pop. Definitely a. Uh, was alarming. So now we played in a uh, – we, we had a – it's pretty cool. This weekend, uh, Scarlet had a softball game, and the other team didn't have enough players, and my parents actually came to watch. And so instead of actually playing the game, the coach is like, well, why don't we do parents versus kids? And so, I mean – Man, don't be flexing on them kids. We flex on them pretty hard. i tell you, some of these jokers still think they can play. I mean, what, but I didn't sprint to first base. I did a nice little trot. Mm. Wasn't trying to get rehurt. Why? I don't get
1: it. My kids run into the same thing. Why don't they fill out sports
0: teams on a regular basis like they used to? I don't know. I know with softball, it's tough to get that no, not many talking, girls. I'm talking about like kids' sports, it's just with the forfeits oh, and okay. stuff. With yeah, the,
1: with the girls, your daughter's team. Yeah,
0: but but I, I don't my, ever remember forfeits. My a game.
1: daughters, my two daughters, play on a rec league in Belmont, and every single game they play boys' teams, and they're all girls because there's no girls' teams to play, or they're that good. No, good? no, they're pretty good. Yeah, but uh,
0: but but it's because they don't have girls teams. So I, it, it is it is funny. weird. So at the park that we're at, there's two, there's two girls softball teams in her age, I believe, and then I don't know how many base probably 15 or 16 baseball teams. So it's, I guess it's not as many of the young ladies are getting into the sport. And which,
1: then another question: Where did all the workers go for the restaurants? How do you go to a restaurant and you're trying to give them your money? at a very inflated rate, and they go, we only got two people work
0: today. We're hiring. I'm like, where did they go? Every one of them is hiring. I mean, we were at, uh, I had lunch earlier before I came here, and there's only one person working. I mean, did they, I don't know where they went. How they living? Gas 450. I don't get it. Explain four, it to me. 495. Somebody,
1: some wizard has got me beat. Wizard? Yeah. Like the Washington I'm Wizards? The, I think I'm a troll. I live under the bridge, <laughs>
0: like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, we, I, gotcha. I played that for my kids this <laughs> gotcha. weekend. They were jamming. I got. Gotcha. They like some
1: Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, yeah. My kids like all that old and music. some Flea. Oh, Flea! I had a Brett Douglas was Flea. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I I mean when treated. you're when
1: you're short and you look like you grew up with a skateboard in your hand and you got dyed blonde hair and big earrings, no. you're Flea. Or no, the new kid <laughs> now you now you be
0: Eminem. Okay, <laughs> but, you know, he would then. definitely
1: be Eminem because yeah. he, he could be boss pretty well. That's pretty cool. Hailing from Harding High School, I'm sure he can still be bots. I had not talked to Brett in a little while. But uh, yeah, man, had a good weekend. R- Reagan was on a women's retreat uh, Saturday night, uh,
0: so, so I was Mr. Momin' at Hardcore. And, uh, yeah, it was good, though. Well, while we're on, I want to give it, you're talking about your family. Your grandfather was very involved with Northside Baptist Church. Is that right? That is correct. I stepped foot on that campus for the first time this past week. Uh, Darren Ash has a rock facility up there. And went and we interviewed a young man. And uh, what a beautiful campus, first of all. But it was just so cool to see. We watched the kids as they came in. I know this is like a whole other show, pretty much. But as they came in to, to their rock studies, and, um, I mean, it's just really cool what he's doing. I mean, yeah, it, 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 I know
1: the building they're in. Yeah. I've, I've visited it. and uh, Well, you're on the you board, know, right, of the rock. Of the rock, yes. Yeah, and then I, I'm not on the port of Northside. Uh, but, I, I, you know, special Sundays we would all go as a kid my whole life uh, to my grandfather's yeah. church. He was man of the year uh, of that church. It's a very big church, uh, I think in the late 80s. That's so really cool. He He hung his hat there, man. He loved that place. So, and I know they have a good school too. Yeah, so, very good uh, school. Yeah. So anyway, good to have assets like that. But you, the big dome off of eighty five, yeah. right? Yeah. Sweet. So that's that's when I knew I was on the road for a long time when I saw that when I was headed north on eighty five. Now it's like next door neighbor that's to my house. Right there. It's like, oh God, yeah. Look. I gracious. used to think if I drove to exit twenty eight on seventy seven, I'd I'd done left the state. So anyway, <laughs> how things change when when I'm not three foot two when I'm five foot nine, <laughs> the world gets smaller. <laughs> well, Trent, tee up our guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna mess up. I'm gonna mess up his name, Garrett Vandegrift, and he's a partner in Big Beverage. That's a client of ours, uh, and a great guy. And I know I know our team loves I him. Think
0: it's CEO of Red Wizard? Is that cause CEO
1: that's cr- of Red Wizard? See, I don't know why you tried to put me on the spot. But I can't wait to talk to Garrett. <laughs> I talked to Garrett there, I think, about a year, year and a half ago. And I uh, can't wait to hear what he's up to. I know he's got a lot of his hands and a lot of successful Yeah, I can't things. wait to hear this. So yeah. uh, you're listening to At Home with Roby. Thank you for giving us your time today. Garrett Vandegrift, when we return, hailing from Atlanta, Georgia.
0: Welcome back to Dead Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. If you missed the first segment, go back. Got a couple laughs, uh, typically at my expense, but maybe a couple were thrown at Trent's. But um uh, no, having a good time, Trent. I, I'm really excited about our it. I guest. talked about how I used to pray that I would keep a follicle of hair till I was 30. Don't you? Man, there's at on. least like seven or eight of them still up there. Come God on now. Way, come geez. on now. But now we have we have Josh Freeman in the studio from Roby Commercial, which is exciting, who's uh, helped to tee up our, our guests through a project that we did uh, for, for our guests, uh, a company Big Beverage, or one of the, the companies he's involved with. And uh, so turn our guest this week is Garrett Vandergrift out of Atlanta.
1: Yeah, I, I introduced uh, Garrett before. I didn't know, Garrett, I read your biography. I did, I did not know you were a Chapel Hill grad.
2: Yes. Go Heels.
1: Go Heels. I I graduated from Chapel Hill a little bit after you, uh, and I barely got out. I'm sure you knocked the door down when you left.
2: (laughs) It it was a nice experience for me, for sure. Um, I was there uh, toward the end of uh, the Michael Jordan era, if you will, and uh, it was a fun time Uh, then. I'm sure you enjoyed your years, too. Uh, Great school, great campus, great vibe and atmosphere.
1: Where were you born and raised before Chapel Hill
2: uh Miami Florida okay uh, uh, yep Miami, Florida.
1: Wow,
0: so how did you uh, just curious how you got up here to uh, uh to Chapel Hill in our area
2: i'm I wasn't focusing much on like you know what's the best educational experience um it's not like the kids nowadays where there's all that data and detail and people focusing on it, but I was following college basketball. And Ralph Sampson was at University of Virginia. Michael Jordan was at University of North Carolina. And I remember distinctly, Michael just smoked Ralph Sampson. And I'm like, that's the school I want to go to and kind of like, you know, hang out with Michael. Now, of course, that didn't happen, but that's how I got to the school.
1: Man, you know, I was, uh, I started watching tail end of Michael Jordan. Probably, you know, when you were there those years, Kenny Smith was like the man. When he yep. was at Carolina in the late 80s. Oh, my gosh. J.R.
0: Reid, those guys. J.R. Yeah, Reid,
1: I mean, J. Reed, they used to cry R. R. when they lose. It was terrible. Yeah. Joe Wolf, Pete Chilcutt.
2: Yeah. Oh, it was, it was really exciting in those days. And uh, I lived in Granville Towers, which is where the basketball players lived <clears> on the first floor. And um, I remember, now, again, you know, North Carolina, and certainly back then, very different than Miami, Florida. And it was my first night there. I drove up, um, checked in to the dormitory, and there's a um, pool table uh, downstairs, and someone came up to me and said, hey, do you have a car here? And I'm like, yeah. I thought maybe I left my lights on or something. He's like, can I have your keys and borrow it? I'm thinking this is just weird as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. I don't think my parents would be okay with that, or the insurance company. And he was real nice about it. I said, oh, "Okay, no, no, no problem." And asked someone else, and someone else gave him the keys. And I looked at whoever I was playing pool with at the time. Like, that's weird, right? And he's like, uh, "No, that was Ranzino Smith. People, <laughs> you know, if he wants to borrow a car, people just give him <laughs> the car." car. Like, I-, I had no idea.
0: Trip, I believe that pool table was still there when, when Trent and I both went to Carolina Basketball yeah. School through our, uh, you know, mine was middle school time. But I remember, wasn't there like a uh, foosball table right next to it as well? Yeah, yes, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I remember yeah. When, I, when I was at basketball camp there, I, I'm trying to remember the year, I think I was maybe 6th or 7th grade. And uh, Carolina had an incoming freshman by the name of Vince Carter that was, uh, he was pretty good. Uh, and he would go down there and he was just, he was a high school, senior in high school, right? He, and no one really knew who he was. But he was down there just playing pool and foosball with us like he was just one of the guys.
1: One of my memories of, in life is at Carolina Basketball School, we watched the Dream Team win the gold medal. So Michael Jordan's Dream Team Oh man! Uh, in that pool table room. So, anyway. yeah.
2: And remember right outside, there's the outdoor basketball court oh, yeah. at Rainbow yeah. Towers? Oh, yeah. Well, imagine seeing just like as a pickup basketball game, James Worthy, Michael Jordan, J.R. Reid... Kenny Smith and others, I don't even remember at this point. Today, I'm dating myself so many years yeah. ago. And they were just out there like you know, like good old friends having a pickup basketball game. And you put them on one team in the NBA, they'd win the championship. Yes. That's pretty heady.
0: Well, we, we've talked about this on the show before, but uh, that basketball court is where many a young men, myself and I think Trent would probably admit to as well, come to get humbled in the game of basketball because they would bring yeah. all these kids from across the country and here we are we thought we were mr somebody and yeah there that's where the real players played yep, ah, yep. that's uh,
1: that is what a what a cool st- hey i gotta give you kudos i mean a testament we're, we're gonna get in we're not gonna spend the whole show on granville towers we in could, chapel hill but i think it's great it's great fodder right but you being willing to take that risk, and, and I mean, you're born and yeah. raised in Miami, Florida, and to go to Chapel Hill. I mean, in in, in the '80s, that was before. You know, it's gotten a lot more. Uh, we we become a lot more universal, I would say, I in the last thirty or so years. Uh, yeah, but, but the and look at the experiences that you have for that. So, uh, yeah. so then you uh, went you went back and you got uh, what did you do? You got a law degree at Florida.
2: Yeah, after um, Chapel Hill, I, I graduated um, in, in three years because after the, my first summer, my parents were like, you're not going to sit around playing video games. You can either get a job or take some summer school classes. And I did the quick sort of you know mental calculus in my head of saying, well, if I get a job, I'm going to have to work eight hours a day, and if I go to school, it might be two hours a day and then I could spend six hours playing video games. So for three summers, I, this was my maturity level at the time and thinking things out. <laughs> Pretty intelligent. For you know, in three summers, I uh, was able to acquire enough credits to graduate early, and I wanted to go to business school, but the good ones, like, you know, I was too young. I think I was 19 at the time, uh, but I was able to get into law school, uh, so I went to University of Florida Law School.
0: Wow. So wait a minute. Uh, when you were 19? when you—that's. So did you go to Chapel Hill? I mean, you must have gone early then.
2: Yeah, I think I had missed a grade, like second grade or something. I had skipped, so I, I went early and graduated early.
0: He's the second person in so, the. Yeah, this has happened recently too, where we're like, wait a minute, hold on, say that. No, no one asked me to skip a grade. I could, t- I could b- yeah. tell you that's for dang sure. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, if you, you hear my mom, you yeah, know she's a proud mama. Yeah. Oh, he was so smart. I, I think I was just disruptive in class. And they the wanted to kick you on. That. Teacher didn't want me there. <laughs> Punted me up to third grade or something. That is hilarious. So you're saying they
0: were kind of like, now he's your problem kind of thing? Exactly.
2: I think it was past the trash. (laughs) (laughs) Past the
1: trash. (laughs) I love it. That's awesome. Man, that's cool. So do you you get back to North Carolina much these days?
2: I hadn't for literally decades. um, But then when I became involved with big beverages, um, I wind up getting up there about once a quarter. I try to make it there once a quarter.
1: And now you live in Atlanta, correct?
2: Yeah. After law school, went up to Detroit for a few years, worked at Ford Motor Company. Mm. As fortuitous um, uh, as it happened to be, um, Ford, I went into their finance staff, and they didn't want to hire an attorney for that. They were real keen on me getting an MBA. And they're like, if we pay for you to get an MBA, it's like a Ford Fellowship do you commit to going to one of these ten schools? And it was like, you know, really cool schools, Harvard and uh Wharton, Chicago, MIT, Northwestern, things like that. Wow. And I said, You'll pay for all of it? They're like, Yeah. I'm like, Well, how many years do I have you afterwards? They're like, Oh, you don't know us anything afterwards. People go to those schools to get into Ford, you know, we know you're gonna come back. And I'm like, I grew up in Miami. The weather up in Detroit sucks. Dearborn, <laughs> Michigan sucks. Um <laughs> They sent me. I got an MBA from Chicago and then matriculated down to um, Atlanta, Georgia with Coca Cola and have been here ever since.
1: Man. All right. We're going to pause there and go pay some bills. Will you stick around for another segment with us? Sure. Oh, that's awesome, man. Uh, Garrett Van de Grift, when we return, you're listening to At Home with (laughs) Roby.
0: Welcome back, at home with Roby. I'm Patrick Pekasic from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts, man. Trent, what a show! And you're listening to WBT
1: 1110 News Talk Radio, the home of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Yeah,
0: we just got we just got our hands slapped. I think that's the first time in a long time. The TJ, after we talked about the Carolina Tar Heels for a good solid three four minutes, if you want to hear about that garbage, go back and listen to the second segment. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it, it, we never mentioned that the WBT is the home of the Carolina That's right. Tar Heels. I've
1: listened to many a basketball game on this on this station. Me too. Uh and, and TJ's a true bulldog, but he threw that out there. He planted the seed. New out. New a a seed with me grows. He's a dog.
0: <laughs> dog with a W. Oh, D A W G. Um. Lord. And so he barked at us. You hear that? Oh, he did. We better get. We better mind our p's and q's here. We might get in trouble. He sounds like my two-year-old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> TJ, what's the doggy say? <laughs>
0: Oh, Garrett, you still here? (laughs) I am. (laughs) Good. Well, Garrett VanderGript, CEO of Red Wizard Group, is our our guest today. Um, And again, if you missed the second segment, I mean, go back and listen to a remarkable story. Uh, Went to UNC at age 16, graduated by the age of 19, University of Florida, uh, law school, and then went up to Michigan to work for Ford, and then MBA from the University of Chicago. And now we are on the part where, Garrett, you said you came back or moved to Atlanta with Coca-Cola. Is that correct? That's right. And so what were you doing for Coke?
2: Um, For Coke, I started in the finance group, just like I did at Ford. And at Ford in the finance group, if you save like a a fraction of a penny on a bolt, it adds up because they use so many bolts. So finance is very important to them. At Coke, you know, they make the concentrate that the bottlers um, uh, turn into product and market and distribute in their geographic area. And there's like a 95% profit margin. So they don't really need finance bean counters for that stuff. It's all about sales and marketing. And after about a year there, I gravitated toward the sales and marketing world. Um, And then three years after that, became an entrepreneur.
1: Man. So did you always have the urge to be an entrepreneur? Was that like something you said, hey, one day, you know. No, I knew.
2: Yes. I knew from probably the age of 12 that I would – you know, do my own thing, be my own boss, be an entrepreneur, but I was very patient and just wanting to find the right opportunity. And I was very fortunate at Coke that I was on a project and I saw an opportunity for Coke to do something that they hadn't been doing that would be really good for their business. And I pitched it to the president of North America and he shot it down. And for a couple months thereafter, I couldn't get that out of my mind so I went back and said, "Hey, if I do this myself, will you guys support me?" But you know, being a customer, and they said, "Yeah, um, we will," and that's how it started.
1: So, so Coke essentially was your main customer that put you in business in your entrepreneur. Wow. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: What and, courage? Uh, how, how how scared were you when you t- asked them <laughs> that question?
2: <laughs> I wasn't scared asking the question. I was a little more scared that you know in their response uh i felt that uh a little bit of insecurity if yeah. you will that if they said no it's like well that's not being respectful of my needs and if they said yes they're calling you know bs on me and now i gotta go out and prove it type of thing so i did feel a little discomforted that like i want to do this but I'm you know a little cautious in wanting to make sure that i can do it well um but once you know you're out of the nest, so to speak, and you start focusing on it and working on it. Uh, failure just wasn't an option, and I just willed it, and um, it. it uh, the rest is history, as they say. It, it, we ke- became very successful very quickly in it, and after about five years, um, I was very comfortable like just doing that for the rest of my life. Um, because Coke was our big customer, they wanted to change the way things were happening, and that put us at risk. So I thought we should diversify a little bit, and we started by taking over another company and realized we're pretty good at that, and then we started or took over another company, and it started snowballing after that, and we got up to about 26 in total, two failures along the way. We weren't mm-hmm. always successful, but, you know, 26 and 2 is not bad, and unless you're Carolina. Um, <laughs> right. They want to be 28 and 0, of course. Yes. Um and uh, and then in the last year, what we found, interestingly, is that um, there's such a demand uh, for businesses that we were able to sell four of them, and traditionally we just don't sell anything um, because they were offering prices that it would have been impolite for us to say no to.
0: <laughs> impolite. I like the way you put that. Yeah.
2: I learned that at Carolina, not in Miami. In Miami, people are impolite all the time, but not in Carolina. That's the
1: Southern way, right? That's it. (laughs) Kind of back into there. Southern way. So uh, yeah, so I I agree with that. If 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 uh, valuations are high and 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 demand is high to buy these businesses, and it's kind of a too good to be true thing, you want to be you want to be opportunistic, right? You don't want to stick your head in the sand.
2: Yeah, exactly correct. Exactly correct.
1: Because Daddy might slap you.
2: Are we allowed to talk about how I came to know you folks and your company? Sure,
0: yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we'd love to.
2: You know, we were, um, uh, for this plant uh, that we were building out, it's a 170,000-square-foot facility greenfield project, and we had another uh, company at first that um, was starting the process, and we were concerned about some things that were happening, and I called a buddy of mine Uh, George, and uh, to protect the anonymity of him, just just call him George. And I said, you know, can you help us? He's in real estate in the Raleigh area, but I didn't know how expansive he might be. I said, can you help us down in Charlotte? He said, well, I can't, but I got someone who will knock your socks off. (laughs) And I'm thinking, you know, this isn't heart surgery. I don't think someone has to knock my socks off, but okay, I'll bite. And he um, coordinated and set up for Josh and I to speak, and i gotta tell you roby has knocked my socks off i mean we've dealt with a lot of companies and a lot of different industries and stuff and in the construction world probably a half a dozen or eight or so and i'm i'm not kidding when i say the way the, the i call it the roby way of doing things is beyond spectacular i mean such a an amazing organization. The, the the communication, the level of detail, uh, the comfort in in which we work with you guys. Like you know, I, I wish I had more construction projects because if I did, it it would be a uh, a no brainer as far as who to use. We're just we're very pleased, blessed, and happy, and fortunate to have found you. And uh, I hope on some level you guys feel the same.
0: Well. With the team that you have that that was helping you with that project, I mean, obviously, you know, I, I think I probably was interrupted. Trini's going to say something maybe similar, but it's it's really, I mean, you got you, you have the people that we have, or we're just so lucky to have them here on our team. One of them sitting in a room with Josh Freeman, and then Alex Wellman, Chris Gibbs, and Matt Young, all the folks that you dealt with along the way, yeah, uh, and Steve Deemers to the superintendent. I mean, it, 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 it it reciprocates because you have such a great team there with such great people that we really like to be around i mean it's almost like you know everybody says they want to work with their friends but this one is it's a true partnership like we 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 have a vested interest in you and your people want to take care of us and so uh it's really been a lot of fun
2: oh thank you that that really does uh mean something to me cuz i you know learned a long time ago that um it's it's easy enough to make money but you want to do things with integrity and you want to do things in the right and honorable way and that, you know, every transaction you're involved in, you seek a win-win situation so that people want to work with you again. It shouldn't be transactional. It should be more, you know, kind of transformational uh, for both parties where they really look forward to working again. So it's it's very, very comforting to hear those kind words.
1: No, and and I get it from, you know, from the 30,000 feet view you, you you were doing a project. You already had a contractor. You recommended from one of my buddies. Uh, you know, it's just got, it's just got it's got run all over it to my guys. I'm like, look, look this guy. Had this great conversation. He's out of Atlanta, and they're like, oh my gosh, we're good. And and I said, look, hang in there. George gave you equally. You know, said, this guy is awesome. He's going to take care of you. The way they do their business is just like us, just like y'all. And, uh, I mean, our whole philosophy is I'm trying to build my all-star friends, uh, all-star team of friends in life. And, you know, they say do a job that doesn't feel like you're doing your job and 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 if you're not enjoying who you're working with and who you're who you're trading with and you're not wanting them to get better and them find success my belief is If you find your, how you handle yourself, you're going to find more success. And when you find more success, you know, it's trickle down economics and you're going to, you're going to look out for the guys that took, took care of you in the process and vice versa. It's the whole reason for the radio show. We want to share our friends' knowledge and, and help people
2: really. It's so funny you say that because uh, every once in a while, um, I'll, I'll give these presentations to different, uh, MBA programs across the country about entrepreneurism And the last kind of uh, slide of the deck that I take them through, or the, you know, presentation, if you will, is love what you do, do it with pride and integrity, Hmm. and the money will follow. Like a lot of people, they try to, like, how can I make the money? And then they're doing something that they're not happy with or cutting corners. Uh, But I think that's kind of the the connection that we had. And I'll never Hmm. forget that first phone call. When we, you know, desperately needed an organization like yours to come in and help, and I, I was out in Deer Valley skiing at the time, and you took my call, and I could just tell from the first five minutes, you know, it's like that old uh, movie, you know, you had me at hello. Um, <laughs> it was that Tom Cruise thing with yeah,
0: uh, Jerry
2: Maguire. Yeah, uh, Jerry Maguire. Exactly correct. And I could just tell that you're an organization that you guys love what you do, you do it with integrity and honor. And the money then follows. And I think that's the the, the best way to look at business and life.
1: Well, well Garrett, it's been awesome. Uh, I, I don't know how if, if you want to tell people how they can look you up. You've been a wonderful guest. Your story is impeccable. Um, if you want to give a, give a plug on how people can look up your firm, look up your website, uh, we'd love for you to do
2: it. Oh, yeah, it's uh, RedWizard.com. And, uh, you know, you can just uh, email me, gv at uh, redwizardgroup.com.
1: Redwizardgroup.com, gv at redwizardgroup.com. You got it. Thank you so much, Garrett. Uh, have Have a wonderful rest of your week, buddy.
2: Thank you. My pleasure, gentlemen. Have a great day.
1: All right. You're listening to At Home with Roby.
0: Welcome back at Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby Family Companies. We are your hosts, Trent. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was great. That was awesome. If you missed the last segment, I mean, seriously, I know we probably say this on every four segment, but that was very educational. You
1: do. You must have... I can't see around the corner on your wall. My teleprompter? Say, hey,
0: remind the audience to listen to the last segment. They <laughs> remind them to listen to the last segments? No, I'm, I'm telling you, that was... Uh, motivation it's just cool to talk to people that that seem to have the same business philosophy as us and that's the first time i've really ever talked to garrett you as well i know josh has spent some time with it and a lot of other teammates from roby commercial have as well but uh just seems like a stand-up kind of guy running a stand-up operation oh yeah
1: that's the deal so uh nah it's it's fun it's fun to Oh, I think I think all our guests yeah, that we have on this show—it's pretty special. We're blessed. We get to get to interact and, and do business and be friends and hang out and socialize with some some. The purpose of this show is is, is literally the neatest people in the world that we get to hang out with, and uh, and and the underlying fabric of how they carry themselves and how they treat people, treat their families, treat their businesses right. is what ties us all together. Um, And and YPO, I will say, uh, I just want to reiterate this because I talk about it a lot. The underlying fabric that we have a bond as is you at least have to have 50 employees that that work for you, which means you at least have to have 50 families that when you put your head down at night, their life, their livelihood depends on y'all's success and and how it goes. And uh, I'm telling you, that, that bond right there. Is the coolest bond ever? Because I think we've all laid in a bathtub at three in the morning
0: and moaned like we were gonna die. <laughs> it's it's definitely a, a a war, right? I mean, we talk it about really it all the time, is. and it's that's that's sort of the the cool part too. Is is everybody's had those stories like you just yep. said? I mean, the most well, you you always say it's a twenty year overnight success story. Mm-hmm.
1: It is. It has, <laughs> 20,
0: 30 years. I mean, but yeah. What's Art Williams say? 20 is the baseline. Just do it. To be good in business, you got to put 15 to 20 years. If everybody wants to bounce around year after year. I think Garrett even mentioned that at yep. the end of his presentation he gives to the, the MBA students is do what you love. It's not about the money. The money comes. Yeah. Or you'll cut corners. I think Warren Buffett says something similar.
1: No, that's right, and and that's why I like about Warren Buffett too. When when Berkshire buys businesses, they are only attracted to a business if the if the family folks that own the business want to stay in the business and work in the business. That's the only reason why he wants it. Whereas you have completely opposite, you know, corporate raiders. You know, some some people in the in the money business buying industry, they come in and want to buy them and break them down and flip them up. Well, well, that's doing the opposite to families. Uh, so, yeah. What a wonderful segment. And he's a Tar Heel. Yeah. And he went to school with Renzino Smith, Steve Bucknell, Jeff Lebo, my number my whole life. If I get a number today and I have a choice, is number 14 for Jeff Lebo. Because Jeff Lebo was the short, white, point guard, shooting guard that made me think I could play college basketball. And then I realized Jeff Lebo is a superior athlete to my little <laughs> My little river butt.
0: There
1: you go. <laughs> but I was always fourteen because of Jeff Lebo. Just so you know, I did know that. Okay,
0: I did. What else you got? Roby HVAC. Oh, wow. He's, pl- he's <laughs> plugging heavy. He's plugging heavy. He's it is hot keep, out he's there. trying to keep his job. I That's thought good. we were almost out of time, <laughs> but, but shameless plug, it is hot out there. We are here for you. We never talk about and, the, the business and I think we're, ever.
1: I think we're one week away from Memorial Day.
0: One week away from Memorial Day. I get
1: to go down and spend Memorial Day with my great friend Brent Beeson down on Lake Kiwi. There you go. You go see your dad. Maybe go see Lewis Quinn, a client of ours. I will
0: not. I will not be there. Your dad's gonna ask me for some commission. That's it. He probably probably, would. but I think that he would uh, take you around the lake with a. I can't wait. With a I'm nice excited. Cold me,
1: me and Brent already said we were going to see Lewis. Brent said we're gonna go see Lewis. Yeah, yeah, you should. I do said that. I said we're gonna get Patrick's dad and go see Lewis. There you go. So, uh, That's his new best I'm friend. excited about it. And then the really cool thing is you bring your boat back from the coast. You, you, what is it? A 12 foot skiff. <laughs> You bring it back, I mean. It's a
0: 1947. I mean, the cool thing
1: is you can drive it from that control box on the dock, you know? I mean, that's really cool.
0: Mine does not do that. <laughs> but,
1: but it'll be back on the river uh, after Memorial Day. It's got to so get its fresh water cleanse There we'll, you go. We'll have a good time. There you hey, go. thanks for listening. Garrett Griff. thank you for being here. Red Wizard Group, look him up. He told you how to look him up. Uh Have a wonderful day. Listen, go do the golden rule. Treat others the way you want to be treated and love on people today. Thanks for listening to At Home with Roby.